When people believe themselves without bravado, what are some things they simply do not do? Stay tuned and find out. Okay, here's the question. How are we dark horses? You know, the ones everyone is betting against, the ones they don't expect to win, place, or even show on the track, and they'll even laugh on us when we talk about trying. How do we show the world our greatness and triumph? Well, that's the question, and this podcast will give you the answers. This is the Dark Horse Entrepreneur. My name is Tracy Brinkman. What is up, my Dark Horse friends and family? Welcome back to your daily dose of confident people, do's and don'ts, learning. I'm your Dark Horse host, Tracy Brinkman, and you? Well, that's infinitely more important. You are a driven entrepreneur or one in the making. Either way, you're here because you're ready to start, restart, kickstart, or just start leveling up with some great marketing, personal, or business tips and results in order to build that beautiful business of yours into the empire it absolutely deserves to be. That's why I'm here hitting you with yet another daily success episode coming to you straight from Dark Horse HQ as we dive deep into success with actionable advice, tips, and steps designed to help you level up your game because as we already know, there are no shortcuts to success except for taking those little steps towards your goal every single day. All right, so we've spent the better part of this week talking about what successful people do. And and I really wanted to spend the time this week to drive that home because uh, successful people have different habits, I think, in a lot of ways. And they have a confidence that always goes hand in hand with their success in their life and in their business. See, true confidence is very different than that bravado, that egotistical swagger, right? It's like, oh yeah, I'm awesome. Now see, when people believe in themselves and their abilities without bravado, then there are things that they do and things they simply do not do. Now, some of those things we've chatted about already, but I'm going to, they bear repeating for at least a brief moment. They don't make excuses. Eh? There it is. That's one awesome trait of confident people in spades, that self-efficacy. They believe that they can make things happen, right? They don't make excuses. And because they don't make excuses, they tend not to quit. Most confident people, most successful people, yeah, they don't give up on their first time when something goes wrong. They don't give up on the 10th time, the 50th time when something goes wrong. They see problems and failures as obstacles to overcome and feedback gain rather than these impenetrable barriers, these fortresses of solitude that they have to crack into, right? It keeps them from getting to their success. No, no, no. They're looking at that as opportunities and feedback. They do not wait for permission to act. Oh, no, no. Our confident and successful friends out there do not need someone else to tell them what to do and when to do it. They also don't need to tell the, someone else out there to tell them that they can do it. They don't waste the, the time asking questions like, can I? Should I? No, nah, instead, their self-talk is going on like, why wouldn't I? right? It's imperative for me to get this out there. I think you can see these types of, this type of confidence in many arenas. If you've ever been in a meeting when the person that was supposed to be hosting it is late or doesn't show up, or you need to go that extra mile to solve uh, a customer problem, right? It doesn't occur to the successful person that they should wait 
for that chairman to arrive. They start the meeting and say, okay, well, we're all here now. Let's get going. Here's what I know we're supposed to be talking about. Here are the actions I know we're supposed to be taking. Let's move forward. They see what needs to be done and they damn well get out there and start doing it. And yet at the same time, they're not doing it just to gain attention. I think, I think if you, if you realize, I mean, you might agree with me on this. I'm going to, I'm going to imagine that you are, that people overall are turned off by those, oh my gosh, those headlines seeking attention, grabbing desperate people looking for the eyeballs of everyone around them. No, no, no. See, a confident person, confident people know that just being yourself is way more effective than trying to prove that you're important, right? I don't care how important you are. I don't care that you're the CEO of some company. If you're adding value to my life, you could be the doorman for all I care, and that makes you important that you helped me. People catch on quickly to your attitude if you're not aligned with trying to help them, if you're not truly empathetic to what it is they're trying to accomplish, right? They'll be attracted to that right attitude than what or how many people you know. I've known a number of confident, successful people, and so I'm going to use this next phrase, confidence, or I'm sorry, attention diffusers, right? So when you come up to them, you're like, oh my God, this project you did that you led or that speech you gave was so amazing and you're, you're, you're slathering them with all this attention, they will quickly shift the focus to all the people on their team and those around them that worked hard to get them to where they are today, right? They don't crave that approval or praise because they get their self-worth from within. And that leads me to this next one here. They don't need constant praise. Huh? I mean, think about it. We've, we've all known that person or persons that are always like, hey, do you think this looks good? Hey, do you think this? You know, they're, they're really kind of poking and prodding to get that feedback to hear how great or how amazing he or she is, right? Yeah, see, confident people don't do that. It's, um, it's all about that internal locus of control. These confident people, they're out there getting stuff done. They don't need someone else's permission. They don't need someone else's approval. So their success is not dependent on someone else's permission or approval. They understand that no matter how well they perform, there's always going to be someone out there that's going to be offering nothing but criticism. Now, there's going to be plenty out there that will offer them praise, but it's really more about the person in the mirror and the praise and the criticism that person has. I guess you could say that boils down to the difference between confidence and narcissism. My confident friends and family, you don't procrastinate, do you? Ooh, sometimes simply, you know, you might put it off. But let's look at it for a quick second. Why do people procrastinate? Uh, okay, well, the obvious one sometimes is because they're lazybouts, right? they much rather sit on the couch, Netflix and chill, right? Okay, that's cool. But I think a lot of times it's really because they're afraid. They're afraid of change. They're afraid of failure. They might even, oh, do I hazard to say it? They might even be afraid of success. Nah. Now, see, our confidence, our confident friends, our successful folk, right? They don't put things off, right? They got to come back to that internal locus control because they believe in themselves and expect that their actions are going to lead them closer to their goals. And if it's not a step forward, it's new data. It's 
feedback. So they don't sit around for the right time or the perfect circumstances or the right person to give them permission or the right piece of praise to come along or the sun and the moons to align. They don't wait for any of that. They have a constant go light. I think you could say they're sitting there, right? And they're revving that engine and they pop that clutch down and that car just takes the hell off. And they take off out of the gate because they know that today is the only time that matters. And if for some reason they think today might not be the right time, then they figure out how to make today the right time. And I think one of the amazing things I've found about truly successful and truly confident, and we're not talking about those arrogant ones now, we've mentioned that a couple of times, but those truly confident folks is they don't pass judgment. Nope. Uh, They may have an opinion. They tend to maybe internalize it, but it's not like they're out there standing on the soapbox going, you are bad and you are good and you are okay and you suck or or whatever. They don't pass judgment on on others because they tend to believe that everyone has something to offer and they don't need to take other people down a notch in order to make themselves feel good good. See, and you've heard me mention this, right? If you're comparing yourself to others, you're limiting yourself greatly. The only person you need to compare yourself to is who you were yesterday. And if you're the same, well, that's okay. You can take steps forward to be better. But if you're an even an iota better because you learned one simple little nugget of information or skill then that's who you need to compare yourself that you have stepped forward. Confident people don't waste their time by sizing people up and worrying about whether or not they measure up to other people's versions of what they think they should be. They're worried about what they think of themselves and how they can get their stuff done. And I think in that... uh, that belief that everyone has something to offer, it does, it leads right into the next one, is it helps them in conflict management. Now, I don't think they go around avoiding conflict, you know, at all costs. I think what they do do uh, is when it comes to conflict is they learn, they have learned to manage it effectively. Now, they're not going along to get along. Don't get me wrong. Don't get it twisted here, right? Uh, I think it's more like they realize that You know, tough conversations and conflict, yeah, they're part of life. They cannot be avoided. And if you avoid them, you're really cheating yourself. So do not go along to get along. Have those difficult conversations. Usually, I think what happens is is we we lead them up. We, we, We inflate them in our minds. And when we begin to have the conversation, it might be a little unpleasant. It might be a little challenging at first. But I generally find that it's never as difficult as you think it's going to be. And for the last two I want to leave you with is, you know, I find that our successful men and women out there, our confident men and women out there, do not let the lack of resources become an impediment. Nope. I think our confident folks aren't thrown off course just because they don't have the right amount of money or they don't have the right title or they don't have any staff to get the things done that they want to get done. They either find a way to get what they need or they figure out how to get stuff done without it. There are always ways around things. Bartering. Uh, And and these folks here, uh, I don't think they go around and say, okay, I'm going to borrow all this money and get themselves into a mountain of debt because I don't think that's a confident action, right? They figure out ways to get it done without 
the resources that others might say they need until they're able to gather those resources and continue moving forward with them. And as a result of that, they don't get too comfortable. And if you think about it, uh, and I've mentioned this before, I think being comfortable, yeah, that is the, ooh, that's the opposite, uh, the mortal enemy, you could say, of goal achievement, right? Comfort leads to complacency. Complacency leads to stagnation. Stagnation is not your friend when it comes to getting your goals accomplished, your dreams and desires turned into reality. When you start feeling comfortable, take that as a huge red flag. Ding, 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 ding. There's something going on and start pushing, right? You've heard me talk about this for just kind of lean out into your uncomfort zone, lean out of your comfort zone and start pressing those boundaries so that you can continue to grow um, as internally as well as externally. And always remember, a little discomfort is a good thing, right? Exercise those muscles, mental and physical. That's when they grow. When you don't, they begin to atrophy. All right, my dark horse friends and family, so wraps up another week. Now, before I let you go, I want to remind you, don't forget about the big interview episode dropping on Monday with Rich Rosinski, right? The the sole founder of Tragic Media and his story and the amazing things he's learned on his journey. Now, I know you want to keep getting all these daily success tips, so make sure you go on down there and hit that subscribe button. While you're there, please drop us a five-star rating. Leave us some kind words in the reviews. Heck, leave us some words of encouragement, some constructive criticism, whatever kind words you think are necessary, right? And then come on over and join us in the Facebook group. Go to facebook.com, put in Dark Horse Tribe in that search bar, come in and hang out with us and the other driven entrepreneurs in the group. If for some reason you can't find us that way, go to your favorite web browser, type in darkhorseschooling.com backslash dark horse tribe that'll take you right there i look forward to meeting you in the group all right you get out there you run your race you get your results and let me hear about them that's right come on into the group and tell me all about them until next week think successfully and take action thank you for listening to the dark horse entrepreneur podcast thanks for tuning in Check us out at www.darkhorseschooling.com. All right. My name is Tracy Brinkman. Hey.